Hello, welcome to After Class, the podcast where students get real with their teacher. I'm Mrs. Pasco, and today I have three of my star students here to help with the discussion. So I will let them introduce themselves and give you each a fun fact. What's up, everyone? I'm Colby, and English with Pasco is my favorite class. What's up, everybody? I'm Bryce, and I'm hooked on the play Macbeth. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Rain, and I got a hamster yesterday, and I named him Gus Gus after the mouse in Cinderella. Okay, very nice. Thank you all for coming today. Our topic for discussion is common misconceptions about teens. I have a list of some misconceptions that I collected from my students. So we are going to go through and talk about each one and you guys can share whether or not you agree that it's a misconception um, and talk about your own like experiences or whatever your feelings are on each of these topics. The first one is that there is a misconception that teenagers are always on their phones or using technology like social media and that because of that, that's the source of all of your problems. What do you think? Colby, you can go first. Uh, I don't really think it's a problem as much as whenever we were growing up, that's when phones were really first coming into play. So many of the other generations never had to worry about teenagers having phones like we did. Okay. It's like an environmental thing. Like they didn't have that growing up and I'm sure if they did, they'd be the same way. But I don't necessarily think that we, that the phones is a problem. It could potentially be social media. I agree. Social media is the problem, not the phones. Okay. So, do you feel like teenagers spend too much time on social media? Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and that, like, turns it and it messes with your mental health. Because you see all these people posting things on social media that that's not their real life. It's just the good parts of their life that they want to post. Okay. So, it kind of makes you have a bad outlook on yours. Plus, social media leads to um, cyberbullying. So, that... Okay is a sort of problem with the social media. Okay. Do, do you see cyberbullying? Like, is that, do you feel like that's an issue? I have seen it before. I mean, I don't know, Colby, have you seen it before? I have seen it, but I do think it's overlooked anymore because of word cyberbullying, how all bullying's kind of got twisted and how basically anything can be considered bullying anymore. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so... You do so. It's not a misconception that you're on social media a lot, but the misconception is that it, that it's a source that it's the reason for all your problems. I mean, is that what you're? Yeah, yeah. I can see how adults would see and like feel as if technology and things like that is the source of all of our problems, but they also need to understand that if they were in our position, it'd be the same way. And plus, I know a lot of adults that are just as hooked on their phones as I am. <laughs> okay, I've seen it plenty of times like out in public and everything they have their phones on them like middle-aged moms are obsessed with Facebook <laughs> I feel I feel like you're calling me out no a little bit no, but no. definitely calling you out <laughs> I mean I will I admit that I'm on my phone too much I mean I'm I, my my youngest daughter has called me out on it before um so yeah like as an adult I do have to remind myself to put it down and like take advantage of the moment live in the moment um and I do use some social media. I mean, I do use Facebook, but I'm not a big fan of 
Facebook, uh, just because it does lead to a lot of arguments. I don't know, like, how you guys, are you all, do you all use Facebook? I don't have Facebook personally. I do not have Facebook. I either. have Facebook to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I get on it and I'll like just look and see posts that I don't agree with. And if it's someone that I feel as if I can have a conversation with them, then I'll comment and try to start a conversation. Okay. So for me, it's less about like just seeing what everyone's doing, but more of just like a place to like discuss other things and find common ground. Okay. I mean, there is a lot more of that, like, political discussion and debate and things like that on Facebook. You don't, at least from my experience, I don't see that on Instagram, which is probably where I also spend, you know, more time than I should. What do you guys think about Instagram? I don't get it on Instagram, and if I do, it's, like, to post on my story real quick or something. Okay. Or just, like, get on my DMs and, like, talk to people if we send each other stuff. Okay. It's mostly TikTok that I get on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram, you don't really see too much arguing, like as what you would on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's more like, yeah, I just get on the scroll through my feed, just uh, basically pictures. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'd say most most of the time <coughs> when I get on Instagram, it's just seeing what's going on in sports and what highlights are up. Okay, yeah. that's true. Okay. So, like, I know, Rain, you mentioned TikTok. Um, other than that, are there other social media platforms besides Instagram or Facebook? That Definitely you... um, Snapchat is a big one. Ooh. Okay. I, like, forget that that's technically social media just yeah. because, yeah. like, it's replaced, like, texting for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, not all, but there's certain people that I text and I don't Snapchat, but then okay. there's also people that my sole conversations with them are on Snapchat. What differentiates who you text versus who you Snapchat? how close I am with them. Okay. If so, I actually want to talk to them instead of just send a picture of my face. Yeah, okay. honestly, I don't even have that many um, phone numbers anymore. Just, like, basically my family, like, my mom, my dad, my sisters, mm -hmm. and, like, my grandparents. But other than that, like, I don't really have my friends' phone numbers. I use Snapchat to get a hold of them and stuff, so. Okay. Yeah, I definitely Same. use Snapchat just to talk to people rather than texting them. Okay. So maybe I'm just a loser and I'm the only one that uses texting more than Snap, but... Like, I've oh. even have, like, I've had, um, when I was, um, like, going to colleges for baseball and stuff, I would have the coach, like, the coach had Snapchat and would add me on uh, Snapchat. That's how much I feel that it's used. Hmm, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so he, the coach added you on, then, like, did, did he communicate with you about, like... He... Oh, uh, no, but he just added me on there to see, like, what I would post on my stories and stuff. Oh, okay. Just like that. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because that was, I mean, it's not on the list of misconceptions, but that it is, you know, a topic that gets brought up a lot with your generation is, like, that you put whatever out on social media um, and maybe don't think about the consequences. So what do you think about that? Oh. Yeah, I think there definitely are some kids that just don't care and they'll put whatever they want on their story because, I mean, like I said, they just don't care, I guess. Okay. I mean, I put things, I'm a very political person, so I put, sometimes I'll put politically motivated stuff or post it and things like that, but I always make sure that it's not ever something that's going to, like, offend somebody else to mm -hmm. the point where it's going to be looked at as an issue with, okay. like, when it comes to colleges. Okay. But I've also, I've reported people in this school that have posted inappropriate things mm -hmm. to the colleges that they've applied to. Oh. Because okay. I, 
Uh, apparently, I'm an awful <laughs> person, but I just feel as if like that college needs to know that you're that's the person that's gonna be representing your school. Okay. Because I understand we're teenagers and we make mistakes, mm -hmm. but there are certain lines that you don't cross. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I have seen on the news stories about someone who. Uh, you know their acceptance gets denied canceled or whatever because of you know something that they put out on social media Okay, well, let's move on to the next topic unless anybody has anything else to say on that one All right, the next thing is a common teen misconception is that you are all Sort of spoiled that you're kind of lazy uh, That you can't like hack it in the real world so let's just say that that's completely true for all teenagers. Who raised us to be that way? <laughs> like, I'm not, I'll take responsibility for times that I am, but also, as I was growing up, if I was given everything I wanted, then I'm gonna expect that when I'm older. Mm. So it comes to a point where it is our fault, but it's also a lot of our childhood, and if that's how we're gonna be raised, obviously that's how we're gonna act. So I feel like adults also need to take that responsibility when it comes down to yeah, us that's, being lazy. I kind of feel that way too. Like. Don't call us spoiled if you're the one spoiling us. Mm. So, I mean, okay. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I definitely agree with Rain with saying that they're the ones that brought us up. And we, we only know as much as our parents teach us and everybody around us teaches us. Yeah. Like, it obviously gets to a point when you're old enough, you can make your own decisions and your own opinions on things and mm -hmm. form your own personality. Right. But who you are as a childhood, it's a fact that how you're raised affects who you are as a person. Right. I mean, do you think your generation was spoiled by, was like, as you know, as compared to other generations, do you feel yours is more spoiled or is that a misconception? No, I definitely do feel that it is more, like we are more spoiled than okay. uh, like decades ago, but like. Mm -hmm. Well, also like, I don't really like the word term spoiled. Like, yeah, our generation, I look at it like, we're ambitious. We, if we want something, we go out and we get it and we take action. So I think generations before us, that really wasn't their thing mm. most of the time. So now it's like we're more on the activist side of it, and it kind of looks like we're spoiled, and it can seem that way. Okay. But it's more of just we're taking what we want. Okay. So by being open and expressing yeah. this is what we want, this is how we feel, that things should be, that it could be seen as being spoiled, but you're saying it's also you're you know, taking control or like you, know, like you said, I think, and I think that that's true, that teenagers are more active like politically like you were mentioning before but um just in general there's more activists like even against like school violence and things like that that you that you see coming out so that you know if you are an activist that you, being lazy that those two things don't really like you know kind of yeah. go together there but okay any other comments on that topic Another, and this is sort of similar, but that your generation is overly sensitive. Um, I take that personally. <laughs> I feel like that could be true, definitely. Yeah. I feel like. Okay. I don't. I don't see it as much as our generation as everybody. I think the world's getting more soft, mm. and people just don't know how to handle stuff appropriately, and rather they just put blame on other people. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. People don't respect other people as much as they used to. Okay. And that goes for, like, not just our generation, like, older generations. Like, mm -hmm. there are, we model our actions after how other people act, how adults act. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people that are my age that are more mature than, like, say, a 35-year-old. 
okay. especially how they handle themselves on social media. Mm-hmm. Like certain, I see adults being more disrespectful than I do our age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I like a lot of the things that were happening <clears throat> with the changes um, to the regulations and things during COVID that, uh, you know, a student would express an opinion and then an adult would like attack yeah. someone who's younger when it shouldn't be that way. It should be, you know, that we're tolerant and listening to each other and not just attacking. Okay. So do you all kind of agree with that fact then that it's not that it's your generation that's too sensitive, but that like our world in general yeah, is like, like the world around I, us is just, yeah. I would say that yes, we're more sensitive, but I feel as if like the question itself is like that's more driven towards a negative way. But I actually think mm-hmm. it could be positive. Some of it's negative, okay. but it's also positive because I think accountability is important. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of like we've made a lot of progress as a society when it comes to equal rights and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to continue that, but to remind ourselves like it's not everything is politically motivated. Sometimes it's just what it is. Okay. Okay. I mean, one of the things that like especially lately I feel like I've been hearing about more is this idea of like cancel culture do you feel like that's a thing do you know what I mean when I say that uh yeah cancel culture is definitely a thing I don't think it should be a thing I think accountability is what it should be called instead of cancel culture okay so what explain what you mean by that so accountability is like so it's a little heat I don't know how you like the Morgan Wallen thing for example Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, cancel, stop listening to his music, everything like that. I don't think it was right what he did, mm-hmm. but he did apologize. It wasn't the greatest apology, but he did apologize, and he was in his own home, and not is it ever okay to say the words that he said. But he apologized, and I don't feel as if people, like, like people are so quick to be like, okay, stop, he, he deserves to lose everything. It was a mistake, he's a human being, and that happens. Like, accountability is a thing. He should be held accountable for saying those words. And I felt as if he was by the public and by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it comes to a point where it's just you can't just, okay, you're done. Right, like as soon as somebody says one thing that offended one other person that they're yeah. over. and that, yeah. I feel as if, yeah. like, as a society, we should be a lot more accepting while also holding the other person. There's a balance okay. to it. All right. Sorry, I just talk a lot. <laughs> you guys can add in anything. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, I guess one thing I was going to say, too, is, like, I guess what, Colby, you were saying about, like, everybody being, like, too sensitive to things. It's kind of like, it always, It seems like things always, like, the pendulum is always swinging. Like, you know, there was a time where people didn't care enough about offending others and would just say whatever the heck they wanted. And then do you think the pendulum is swinging too far the other direction where you have to be cautious of every little thing you say and like like you're walking on eggshells and do you find that to be the case like like a month since we're trying to you know talk about your generation do you think that your generation is more aware of everything you say because you don't want to offend somebody I think that depends on the person really. yeah. like that it's hard to like group all teenagers and all of our generation into that Okay. We all are treading on eggshells. Okay. All right. In your own personal experiences, do you like? Do you see that? Yeah, I've de- I've definitely like knowing a person and how they are um, really 
determines what I say around them because I know that either it'll make them mad or whatever, but I definitely feel like it is swinging the other way. Okay. Like, do you feel like it needs to come back or? I, I think it needs to come back a little bit because anymore, I don't, I don't believe you can give your opinion without yeah, exactly. somebody mm-hmm. hating on you or doing whatever they can just to prove you wrong when everybody has a right to an opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like someone always has something else to say mm-hmm. whenever you give your opinion. So. Right. Okay. All right. The last misconception on the list is that teens have nothing to be stressed about and that life is easy. Like it only gets harder. Uh, I'm stressed all the time. <laughs> I'm stressed with sports, school, just... The idea of the future. Yeah, (laughs) everything. I think right now is our time that we should be stressed out the most with, especially being seniors in high school, trying to figure out what we want to do the rest of our lives. Yeah. Mm. I mean, personally, like, I've, I've always been a very anxious person. Like, ever since I was little, I've been anxious, and I've had to deal with that. And, like, now being older, I actually feel as if, like, I'm really stressed out, but it's easier to push it down now that I'm older. Because, mm. like, the idea, not only of, like, my future and what I want to do, but, like, who I want to be mm-hmm. more on. Because like, I know that, like, who I am now is going to be different in, like, two years when I go to college. Because college changes people. I've right. seen it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, kind of nervous for that and I'm anxious. And it is stressful. Am I going to graduate high school? Am I going to care? And, like, I try to remind myself that grades aren't important. Mm-hmm. Okay. But school and society puts mm-hmm. so much pressure mm-hmm. on grades so that in turn yeah. puts pressure on everyone else. You have to be an A-plus student to make it in life. That's how you're... Right. And go to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, yeah. I do think that that is more... Like, it's becoming more and more common that you are pressured. Like, everybody should be going to a four-year school. Well, yeah. I know, like, in soft, like, when you're, like, younger, they talk about college. Mm-hmm. And they talk about, like, it's an expectation. Like, you're expected mm-hmm. to go to college. Right. So then people who aren't going to college feel as if they're failing at life because they didn't they don't want to go right yeah and I know people that didn't go to college and went right into a job and are making like so much money more than the job that you're going to for a four-year degree at a college um the person that didn't go to college there's some jobs out there that people are working that are making more than people that are going to college for a four-year degree right so right like I'm gonna be $120,000 in debt easy even with I got Mm -hmm. a scholarship from Michigan State and everything, yeah. still gonna be paying them. They're gonna they're gonna be <laughs> controlling my funds for a while, and right. so that's what I'll have to deal with. But like somebody else, they they already have it made. They can have a house. Like I'll be graduating college broke, and they'll have a house exactly. and everything. Yeah. And like yeah. that's my choice, and I I need to go to college for what I want to do. Right. But I'm not gonna judge someone else for not going to college, or maybe if they want to go to a community college and not pay forty thousand dollars in tuition. Right. Well, yeah, and this, like, idea that college is not getting any cheaper. It just keeps getting more and more expensive. That mm-hmm. So that's a stress. I mean, so first of all, deciding do I go to college or not and, like, feeling that pressure. But then if you do decide to go, there's the weight of the yeah. costs on your so back. So I definitely overall think that that misconception is completely off. Okay. I think that's just adults mm-hmm. being out of touch with teenagers because if they really actually sat down and talked to a teenager, even mm-hmm. one that seems like they're chill and don't care, they're still going to mm-hmm. be stressed out about something. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got, and I know you guys are all seniors, and we're, what, this is March, so you're getting close to the end, uh, and so, obviously, you have the future that's weighing on you now, um, but even, like, if you think back, you know, 
to like last year and um, maybe even your sophomore year. I don't know if, how old were you guys when you started working? Because you all work, right? I think I started my first job when I was 16. I'm okay. 18 now. So. Okay, so you're, so it would have been sophomore year, yeah. right? Yeah, I started my yeah, first job at 16. Okay, so, I mean, at least from my perspective, what I see more with your generation is that more of you are working. Yeah. I know, like, it was rare when I was in high school for uh, my classmates to work, but I hear it all the time. And not, and I would say, like, I worked over the summers, and a lot of us did that, but during the school year, we didn't. And I think a lot of what we're talking about too is, you know, has to do with where you grew up and what, you know, where you're, mm -hmm. where you're from. So I'm sure that's different in, in different places. Yeah, I but know people that are like, they practically work as a mechanic and they're my age. It's crazy. Right. Like they already, and, and that they're ready to go right yeah, into I it. I learned too. the other week that there's four brake lines. Like I like, don't know anything about cars. Oh. It's crazy to me, like someone who, and even, ad I know adults that don't know anything about cars, but someone my oh, age yeah. could like yeah. take a motor apart oh, and put it back together. I was asking my fifth period class today about where I should go to get my car inspected. And mm -hmm. I was reading them what like my friend had looked at my car and he told me all these different things that I need would like all these different fluids. And they were like, well, and they were like straight face. They were like, well, um, you better ask about your blinker fluid. And so like, okay, apparently this is like a joke that I'm the only one who doesn't know. But I, I mean, they had me totally convinced. They're like, well, does it like, does your blinker go really fast? And I was like, well, I don't think so. And I was like two seconds away from texting my friend. Why didn't you check my blinker fluid? So yeah. I am impressed all the time with like the knowledge that yeah, so I definitely you guys think have. We're, I can't necessarily say now because we're not older, but I definitely, like the people that I do know, we're, I think we're going to be cut out for life. I mean, mm -hmm. and even if we're not, we're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. kind of have to. Right. It's fair. Yeah, so you've got your work, you've got school. I mean, with like testing and, you know, all of the things that weigh on you with your schoolwork, homework. I mean, a lot of you take AP classes. I don't know if any of you three do or not. But... Uh, yeah, I take AP Bio and AP Psych. Okay, so that's extra pressure, which I don't believe that AP existed when I was in high school. And, you know, for generations before me, too, it definitely didn't. So that's pressure. Um, I'm sure you have, like, things that you have to do around your house. You've got – so it's not like – I feel like that is something that's a difference between my generation and yours and those before me too, is that maybe our high school experiences weren't as stressful, but I do think that you guys seem to face more stress than, than some of us did. Okay. The last question I have is just why do you think these common misconceptions exist? Like where do you think these teen myths come from? Um a good question personally i think it comes from just adults being out of touch they yeah. just they don't know like not talking like like rain said earlier not sitting down with a teenager and like just talking to them about what's going on in their life yeah i think it's a lot of i mean we basically different generations grew up in two yeah. completely different worlds and no new generations expected to be the same way as the previous one mm -hmm. life's just going to change as it goes on mm -hmm. okay and that you don't think previous generations take the time or like care to really mm -hmm. find out what no it's different. just a lot easier for them to say oh they're lazy or laying around mm -hmm. without ever like thinking oh why are they laying around is something wrong because i mean sometimes like especially from like social media is an escape like when i'm stressed out i'll get on my phone and it's just something like look up and just see other people's stuff it makes me feel a little less alone and then also just makes me 
forget mm -hmm. about what I'm stressed out about. Right, right. So yeah, like you said, an escape. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Okay. So I think if you look at like any just teen movie, just even more recent ones, like oftentimes you see that teenagers in general are portrayed as some of these misconceptions too. So yeah. I don't think that they give a very well-rounded or maybe accurate like yeah. picture of what your lives are really like. So I think media probably adds to it too. Yeah. All right. Anybody have anything else they'd like to add to the discussion? I do not. <laughs> nope. No? Ryan, you're good. Colby? Keep on living on. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again. I appreciate you joining me today. And um, I'll be back next week with a different group of star students. Um, <laughs> she has a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I believe the next topic is going to be about mental health, uh, which is something we touched on today a little bit too. Um, but yeah, I hope you join me next time and thanks for listening. <laughs>